Also available on iTunes, The Original Kings of Podcasting, starring Todd Perry and Mark Chambers. Download it today. So a more capitalistic endeavor. Yes. But also appeals to my need to both people watch and um, and be a creeper. Oh, I like that. Airport bar. Ooh. I've been doing a lot of travel lately. Yeah. That's the... By the way, the airport bar. I'm fascinated by the airport I bar. I love the airport bar. That is... That's my... I feel like I'm nothing at the airport bar. I'm right? just I'm just with the global pulse at you, the airport you bar. You let go. No, I'm you not just, Todd Perry from this place. No. From that my identity is just nothing. You're nowhere. No. You're just you just exist as as seat 14. Yes. And they're bringing you beers and so you got you're sitting there, you're from nowhere. There's a there's a woman on your left, she's from nowhere, there's a man on your right. He's from nowhere. And you're all best friends. You're all just there. Closest relationships you've ever had. You're all just talking about life. Yeah. Just talking about your troubles. Mm-hmm. You don't exist. It's, it's, there's no time zone. There's nothing. It's like a Twilight Zone episode every time. Yeah. But the, the one thing I've found in an airport bar is that, you know, there, there's, it was a line by Hunter Thompson. Where's a man who knows about football is a man who has friends in every po- corner of the world. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I just end up talking about football to the guy next to me. Yeah. And usually there's a TV, TV up there playing something, but yeah. that's usually the go-to. You know, every guy usually has an opinion. Like, oh, Green Bay uh, this weekend. What do you think? You know? So imagine in that scenario, in that equation of just, just ethereal, like, S, you know, just like, there's all these like streams of consciousness and just disconnected from reality and they're between flights and they're just in this whole urine. It's a very travel is a bubble that you exist in. Yeah. It's just a tube going to more tubes to more and, tubes. And you're looking, you have portals to the real world, but you're not currently part of it. No. And, and you're also outside of many laws, rules and regulations. You're just, you just exist. You don't even know where you are a lot of times. It's like you only don't, pure life. You don't remember what city you're in or what state you're in. Um, you can't claim you've been there. You're like, I'm in Boston, but you're not really in Boston, are you? No. And you're not on any, you're even free from time. Yeah. You don't, it's just your own biological clock. It's just nothing to you. Now imagine being the constant. Mm. Imagine being the bartender. So you're like uh, Whoopi Goldberg in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. You know the rules of the Nexus. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. You can tell people how to get out or what they can do. You, you, you're there to guide them through the experience. You've been alive for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't. Ex- yeah, I think you don't age actually you, when you're a bartender. There, you just listen. You just listen and experience all of this other stuff, and you can help guide them on the journey. Yeah. But I feel like you do more of. Oh, you're on Southwest Flight Twenty Three. Mm. Hmm. Mm. And then, like, you're you're just letting them have that experience. Yeah. You're like a god in a certain way. You're yeah. like, I know how this is gonna go. Yeah. And I'm just gonna leave it to you. Yeah. Yeah, you're in command of that experience, and and but you you, you can be whatever you want to be. You can be all these things to these different people. You are very omniscient. Yeah. Will you be benevolent, mm-hmm. or will you will you take a side? Will you will you be mean? Will you be cruel? You have a stake in the game, though, because you also want that tip. That's true. So that keeps you grounded. Yeah. 
And also, you have to deal with that weird thing where in airport bars, there's like a weird different tax thing where you buy like three beers and it's like, oh, you owe $14.57. Like, that's not a bar tab. I don't know how that worked. This is like, this was drawn up by an attorney in the back. How'd you compute that? Mm -hmm. I want to see your math. Can you show your work on the back of the tab? Well, you know, they show it. Hmm. They usually have that little lanyard that has their card that they swipe in the machine right there. That's what you're beholden to. That's your God, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The omniscient man is beholden to that lanyard. Everyone reports to someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got to serve somebody, as Bob Dylan once said. So on today's show, uh, I I like to thank uh, announcer Elliot here. Over the last couple of weeks, like he went insane in sending me news stories. Like I feel like I'm the kind of guy like if you email me on Facebook and send me something, like I get back to you pretty quickly, right? Uh, Elliot was giving me so many news stories he found that I couldn't even get back. I was like, all right, Elliot's gonna throw me another ten, but he he you. Send me like 16 news stories during the break of, of moving and during the launch of OG Kings of podcasting. So we we're taking a little bit of a break. And Elliot just hit me up hard. And I was like, great. We have, we have a lot of content. but So I feel like we need to have a news blowout where we just blow out all of the different news stories that uh, Elliot has given us. Just, just so I can clear out the prep folder. Because this is the thickest the prep folder has ever been for the Far Out Podcast. We're Brazilian blowing this shit out. Just Brazilian blowout. Just wax yeah. that asshole. We're just doing it. We're doing it. And um, before we get into that, I, I I found that there's one thing that, that really annoys me. And I don't know. I'll see if you guys agree with me. Huh. But anytime you're talking with somebody, you can be having a great conversation with a buddy, with a coworker. And then suddenly, like, the record stops, and they go, can I ask you a question? Mm. I never want to hear that. No. I never want to hear it because I know it's a question I don't want to answer. Right. I, you know, and uh, whenever anybody says that, I, I know, like, can you ask me a question? You, like, would you say no? Well, yeah, they're prefacing it to say something they know is not going to be good. They know that you don't want to be asked that question. They should say, can I ask you an uncomfortable question? Right. Is, is usually how that should go. Like, I've never can ever... I, can I make this creepy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, <laughs> you know, we've been having a good time having <laughs> yeah. drinks, but can I... We, we've been talking all night. There's probably been questions. There's been statements the whole time, but this one you need to preface. Right. And that makes me very uncomfortable. Like, uh, a buddy of mine, my, my buddy... Why? Well, I mean, he uh, texted me the other day. He goes, can I ask you a question out of nowhere? Hmm. And I was like, I love Mike. Mike. Numbers a great guy, but he just made our entire relationship. Like, I get that text and I just think, I'm going to have to defriend you on Facebook. Like, wow. And so then I kept thinking, oh my God, what does he, what does he want? Like, I feel like that, that means it's like, can, I, can you help me move? Can I have a couple bucks? Like, I don't know. Like, it's not good. So I was like, oh shit, you know? And he's like, I was like, Sure. He's like, then the next thing was, can I call you later? Oh, that's not good. Mm. And I'm like, he, oh, God. He doesn't even have the balls to text it to you. 
Which is the most antisocial way of asking anyone anything. Yes. Yeah. And what what happened was he actually ended up calling me and he was just asking for like, he had some like family issue and he wanted to know about like finding a therapist or something. And so it was like, hmm. it was cool. And so he came to me to ask for help to getting therapy because I have been to therapy four times, by the way. Wow. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good times. Therapy's great. I, I love it. But so, yeah, it ended up being cool. But it basically, so for four hours, I was uncomfortable and just waiting for the phone call. He immediately, what could this be? <laughs> he immediately put a bug in my head, and then I was uncomfortable for the rest of the day. Like, one day my wife texts me, we need to talk later. Mm. And I was like... Oh, that's the worst. You, like, I was like, I know... I. I probably I probably fucked, I up. fucked like, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we went out a... the night before with your friends. I probably said something stupid because I always say something stupid. I always, and so I I, w- I just texted her back. I said you can never. I'm sorry for whatever I did. We can deal with that, but never ever. Because then I was stressed out the whole day till I got home. Right. And then I was like mad and confrontational by the time she came to me because I was like I'm going to be defensive no matter what now because you put me under that. Right. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, whenever someone's like, hey, we need to talk about this in person, but mm. they don't say in person. No. 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 No, no, no. And it could be the stupidest fucking thing. It could be like, yeah. Dear God. No. <laughs> so that, that is that is the the worst. I, I never want to hear, can I ask you a question? Can we talk? Any any of that. Just like, just bring it up when it needs to be brought up and then, then we'll deal with it. You know? All right. Now, but can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk, Todd. We need to talk. Uh, I, I was in the mall the other day, oh. and uh, I, I hate going to the mall. The mall is like the, the worst place in the world for me. I, I just, you know, I, I hate dealing with like, like all the parking and all the people and going in and all the shit and the people trying to sell you shit and just like the whole thing. I can never get anything good out of going to the mall. Right. Right. And... Usually, if I'm at the mall, I'm with my wife, and which means that I'm going to be standing around getting nervous. Like, like nothing's worse than when you're seven and your mom needs to go buy a bra, and you're, like, sitting in, like, you know, the Sears, and you're, like, waiting for your mom to try on bras, and you're, like, hiding in the clothes racks. And, like, that's just – that, to me, reminds me of the worst moments ever. So whenever I go to yeah. the mall, I kind of – I go back. I, I, I devolve into a seven-year-old. And – you're still going to therapy. This is some good stuff to bring up at therapy. Mm-hmm. You and your mom going bra shopping uh, on my fifth trip. Oh jeez. I but so I was in the mall and like I was just walking through like you know the Macy's where they have all the perfume counters and everything. Yeah. And they had a new male fragrance out oh. by Tim McGraw. Oh. Country, yeah. Really? Country western singer. Country western singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess a great guitar player. Like, but <laughs> really? Yeah, that, I, yeah. That's what I hear. I hear he puts like people who don't like him are like, uh, you know, I didn't like him. I saw him live though because someone dragged me, and they're like, it was pretty fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. They, he makes conversions for his live shows. Yeah. Oh. And that he's he's laid pipe on uh, Faith Hill, which is a uh, God bless. So I, I saw that, and then immediately I went narcissistic because hmm. I've been to therapy four times, and I thought to myself. What if I had a personal fragrance? Like, oh. what, if, what if this show blew up so much that Buck Perez, announcer Elliot, Todd Perry, what if we had our own personal fragrances? It would, it would have to, like, capture the essence of you and mm. probably the smell of you on some level. Right. The funk. The funk or the, 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 the greatness 
or the just the raw sexuality hmm. of you. Like if somebody wanted to smell like Buck Perez, they right. could just buy this and just dab it on their neck. You know? Right. And I, I was trying to think like what would what would my freak so so I wanna ask you guys, but at first I thought to myself, what would it be? As I was walking through the mall and uh getting a Cinnabon. Did you smell the Tim McGraw shit? I backed off it because I don't like cologne. Yeah, I don't wear that shit. Yeah, if I, I have cologne on like I have this weird thing with smell that if like normally your body turns off like eventually if it smells around so long like you you tune it out right but like i'll just smell it all day so if i put cologne on me then i smell it on my hands i smell it on my face and i rub it and i just i just i, I hate it like my wife used to love when i used to put on a little tommy hilfiger cologne when we first started dating okay and then and then she just settled to liking Gillette when i would use some aftershave <laughs> right and she'd be like you smell good I was like, that's that's Gillette Allsport right there. You dig that. Low budget right there. Yeah. Serious. So yeah, two ninety nine, you know, and I would just that feels kinda good after a shave. You know, so I will put that on from time to time. It's been a couple of years, but I've been complimented by the women saying I smell like suntan lotion <laughs> and then I have to tell them I did not use it on my upper body. Oh yeah, that's right. The it's, banana. it's the funk from the lower half. Oh, the banana yeah. boat on the banana. Because I just yes, because I just banana boated. <laughs> yes, you just banana boated. Yes, banana boating yourself. All right. If you okay. listen to the last show, so I was thinking like probably the the one thing probably if you were to smell me is that I have two very active dogs. So I probably just oh. smell like my dogs. Like if you got close to me, like if you don't own dogs. You, then you smell it on people, but when you're a dog owner, you, you don't smell it. Right. But I, I thought that my personal fragrance line would be called Pooch. Oh. And it All would right. be a blend of Scout and Murray. And, and, so, and so you could put it on your neck and you would mm. smell like my dogs. It would be Pooch by Perry. And that would be like, you know, my personal fragrance line. Like like the bottle would have a picture of me with like my shirt off, like Vladimir Putin style. Mm. And then I'd be holding my dogs up. Sexy but strong. Yeah. Like I would be obscuring my nipples with my dogs, like one dog in each arm because they're, they're smaller dogs. Okay. And they'd be like licking my neck because it smelled like them. Sensual. Maybe it would be like, you know, with nerds, they'd have the hot and then the cool side. Right. You get that box and the hot and the cool. So maybe you'd put a little Murray on your left nape of your neck. And then a little scout on the right nape of your neck. And then that would be my personal fragrance line. And I, that would get the bitches, I, I feel, you know. And are they involved in this? Like, is it made from their urine? Yes. The dogs? Yes. Yeah. So they're going to... Well, see, they mark. supposed to smell like them. It would be like they marked your neck. There you oh, go. It's like it. a fire oh, hydrant. Got it, got it. Yeah. It's like yeah. a fire hydrant. Yeah, there would also be a fire hydrant on the back of the bottle, like inscribed in the glass. Oh, wait, yes. would, would the bottle be shaped like a fire hydrant? I'm, I'm seeing it. And then you could just screw off the top and, you know, douse yourself. See, I don't know. Or just pop open the side like you would do in the city. Like when I had yeah, my parties. Yeah, like when your, you had your parties. classic yeah. parties, yeah. yeah. exactly. And, but, but, you know, if it was, though, if it was looking like a fire hydrant, it wouldn't be a great Christmas gift. Because that's normally when you get cologne. Every Christmas, like your aunt My or aunt, your mom's yeah. will get you some cologne for Christmas. I used to always get uh, English leather. That was my scent in like the fourth grade. And then <laughs> English leather. <laughs> what yeah, the remember, fuck is that? It was a gnarly, yeah. Solid. That they don't even, even make it anymore. That doesn't even sound good. Like that wasn't English like something leather. I would ever want to like be on my body. <laughs> hey. Do you want to smell like English leather? The bad thing is the English had mad cows, right? 
So that's where the leathers from oh, back out. Is that why they stopped having it? Possibly. And then also I switched over in middle school to uh, Giorgio. And uh, you lost us. This, this was more of a lotiony scent. Okay. And then uh, I you I flirted with this is kind of avocado scent in like my early twenties, and then I just I bailed and I was done. I I'm just I'm all natural. Yeah. I'm just smelling like my dogs now. <clears throat> buck press. Oh. If they had like a buck fragrance, like the U O O D Perez. Oh, the toilette Pettis. Yeah. What would it be? You know, I, I thought long and hard. and As you always do. Yes. Well, five minutes before the show. Very <laughs> contemplative. Yes. And so one of the two scents that I loved my whole life. One of them, cilantro. Mm. Mm. Okay. The smell of cilantro is See, just intoxicating to me. I love it as well. But some people, I think there's a genetic study they did where some people, if they smell cilantro, like they they die. They're like hive up. Like some people, yeah. like they'll go up to a taco thing and they'll be like, "Yeah, let me get the carne asada and get some oranges." No cilantro. We have we have shrimp tacos on our menu, and people quite often ask for no cilantro, and I ask them why. Wait, what's what's your problem with cilantro? I love cilantro. I love it, dude. Yeah, and it's not like offensive in any way. It's good. It's green. It's where nature comes from, you know, it's yeah. good shit, yeah. So cilantro is something that, you know, you just slice it and, oh, the aurora. Yeah. The aurora of cilantro. Yeah. But also, something I love, and I think we talked about it before, I love gasoline. <laughs> mm. The smell of gasoline is just intoxicating to me. When but I you don't a- want to put gasoline on yourself. That could, that could lead, I mean, the, it, yeah. your cologne would be an insurance nightmare. Yes, well, we can make it, we can synth- synthesize this shit. But, you know, when I was a kid, and one of my greatest joys was waiting for the ice cream man to get my lemon heads yeah. and, and my other crack that I got from him on a daily basis. Crack. But, you know. Well, I used to like the WWF superstar bars. The kid crack. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't crack. But yeah, it, was, it wasn't like it, it was wouldn't get you really crack. fucked up. No, it was kid crack. Pop rocks. But when you're waiting there, and the whole anticipation of getting your crack and then smelling, you know, the engine's on. Then and then blowing the ice oh, cream man for the crack, yeah. It's no. <laughs> and you know, just smelling the the gas fumes coming out because you're standing right by the the exhaust. See, no, you're a, a secondhand gas enjoyer. You oh, like that carbon yes. monoxide shit. I like it pure before it goes oh. through the uh, Bessemer engine. Mm, I like it after it go- comes out the carburetor. Oh, oh, yeah. that's nasty. Oh yes, that's the good stuff. That's the stuff people kill themselves to. <laughs> that's uh, that's the stuff people do, oh, do, do think, themselves into. Do you think that's autoerotic association? <laughs> they just keep fucking it up. Elliot, have another drink. Autoerotic asphyxiation. I don't know, but I might try it tonight. The autoerotic asphyxiation. The autoerotic asphyxiation. The autoerotic asphyxiation. This is a good idea. Yeah. So what's so it's cilantro and gasoline combined. That sounds good. Yeah. Then no, no, what do you call it? Okay. So my my catchphrase is, fuck that noise. I, I think we made this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fuck that noise. My fragrance. Buck that smell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm messing with both things. Buck for fuck. Okay. And mm-hmm. noise smell. I don't know. That doesn't really. <laughs> well, this is how I work. Anyway. It's Buck a little high smell. concept. <laughs> Buck that smell. Well, it's high concept for a uh, cilantro and gasoline flavored. You know, and I found from the show, people have tweeted at me, ain't nobody got time for that. 
<laughs> I don't know, like I said that a couple times on the show, and people have tweeted at me like, "Ain't nobody got time for that." Ain't nobody got time for that. And I was yeah. like, I think I said that on the show once. I don't know, but maybe you know, I'll just keep saying that all the time, and and then that'll be my thing. You really don't know? That's a YouTube thing. Oh really? Yeah. That's, you don't know that? That's someone else's catchphrase. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Back to the catchphrase drawing board. He seriously thought it came up with some. I worked so hard. You know for that. that? Oh my no. gosh. Oh, we'll show you. You that. got to freeze up on your chocolate rain, my friend. Yes, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's a viral video. That's all cool. <laughs> Elliot, what's what's your scent? Well, uh, let me just say one thing. I think your uh, scent buck also could probably use some piney notes oh, that people yeah. would need to smell. Oh, That's sure. true. Sure. Some of that greenery, that crisp greenery. By, by, by the way, buck just smells like weed. If you want to get like the buck, like buck. Was, I was starting to be overt about that's it. That's my natural, <laughs> natural was, sense. Buck was in a Kia Sorento outside of my house, walked right in. He was like, oh, nice digs. Yeah. Nice digs, my man. Because that's how Buck sounds to me, like an, uh, an Oakland uh, pimp. pimp. Yeah. And then he walked in, and then uh, it, it just, the, the whole house immediately smelled of good weed, but very fragrant. Oh, well. I got it. Some nice uh, floral hints. Um, so for mine, uh, I've actually been told I have a very specific scent. Mm. Uh, I've had blankets at like friends' places that I've uh, overly used at like girlfriends, uh, and people be like, "Yep, smells like Elliot." They complain about your phone. No, they don't complain. They compliment it. They do compliment oh, it. Wow. Uh, so it's kind of a natural man musk. They're not like, "Oh, Elliot's been here." They're like, "Oh, wait, Elliot's been here." Yeah, no, you smell like hair to me. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, an oily uh, man musk. And it's, I, like an, it's, it's like a hirsute Scotsman. Yeah. Right. And that's what my scent would be. You know? Not a not a musk musk. Not a fucking uh, giant goddamn woolly beast that no one wants to actually want to be near. But Wal- a, just walrus? Like, yeah, like a walrus. Not like or, a walrus. Or an, uh, a moose. But like, you know, a, a, a light even scented maybe a little oily musk and i would call it defunct and here's the ad for it are you bringing the noise because we're bringing defunct defunct by dagan nice it's beautiful it's beautiful it it sounds funky it just sounds awesome yeah 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 yeah, yeah. who doesn't love defunct no i can't think of it now what you need to bring is the mm. news. <laughs> you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Dios mío, man. Toronto. A woman in New Mexico found approximately 13 pounds of cannabis lodged in the door of a used van she owned for over a decade. Wow. How do you not smell that? Like on a hot day, like I left some leftovers from Macaroni Grill once in my trunk in my old Volkswagen. Mm. And the funny thing was it smelled like vagina. So like What was the food? What was the food? Yeah, was it clam sauce? It was a chicken parmesan. Oh. And I, I, I put it in my trunk and then I like put my golf clubs over it or whatever. So I didn't realize it. But then every once in a while it would get hot and mm. then it would smell exactly like vagina in my car for china for like a day or so and then it would go away and then eventually i cleaned out my car and i found it was like stuck beneath the seats was a a big thing of chicken parm dear god it was a little moldy 
I'm sure. That's what I'm saying about this weed, too. I mean, it didn't go... How long was it under for? A decade in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah so that's really hot. Now, think about it this way. Okay, you've got that weed in your cart. Now, who... How much weed was it? 13 pounds. That's ridiculous. So who just gives up... The, did they just go, I've got all this weed in my car... I don't want to get caught with it. I'm going to sell the car on Craigslist. I'm what? going to take it to Carco. Well, it's huh. the up and smoke car. Fucking practically, yeah, man. 13 pounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Cheech and Chong, that shit. The discovery was made after the family, or after the owner's family had trouble with a lock on the rear door of their 1990 model Chevy van. But instead of throwing a big bash involving a serious case of. The munchies. Great writing here. Uh, owner Melody Peel did the right thing and contacted authorities. Buck, would you say that's the right thing? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Yeah, I mean, if that opportunity came my way, like I uh, purchased a car and then, you know. You would smoke a decade-old weed that's been like like hashing out and like dry, hashing, drying out in like a car. I'd give it a try. You could know, bake it. I, I mean, would, yeah, you could bake yeah, it. Yeah, how would, okay, out. how would you do it? Like, okay, as a, I would say, possibly an experienced pot user, right? What technique would you use to, to use, like, you could, you could bong it, you could put it in a joint, you could mix it with something, you could vape it, right? Uh, I'd take three prong approach: pipe, joint, bong, just three prongs. You know, you all together, you attack that shit. Yeah. And, and see which one works? Yeah. We'll see which one. See if I die from any, any of them. <laughs> any of them. It's 15-year-old it's weed or 10-year-old weed we're talking about here, right? Now, now does... Now, yeah, now like, 15. cigarettes, like, back when I used to, like, buy packs of smokes all the time, there was a uh, a liquor store across from my old jobs in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. And so I would go there, and they always sold stale Marlboro lights. So you'd smoke it, you'd get a headache. Right, mm, you like yeah. you, you smoked an old cigarette, like you're like oh immediately, and then like the taste never leaves your mouth, and it's just a horrifying experience. Right? What have you ever had? I, I know you've probably not had weed long enough to ever let it go stale, but have you ever had like maybe you lost a nug in your couch? Sure. And one day like yeah, light this up. Oh, whoa. is is there a different? Do you get that like weird thing going? Yeah. You. I think it's more mental though, to where you're like, oh shit, I'm a little more jacked up, but yeah. I've, I've, I think you're probably jacked up by the time you get to I've that. had some, yeah. No, you're, I think by that point, it's more of a fiending type thing because you don't have any, and you're like, uh, I got the moldy weed. Okay, why not? Yeah. And then what's the effect? Do you still get as high? Does it taste differently? Uh, It's a bit more coughing, and yeah, you do get a little more high than average. Okay. Oh, so it works better. So 13-year-old aged, we're talking it's like always, a fine wine. It's all, yeah, it's, all, it's always better aged. Fine wine, you know, resin. You know what resin is? <laughs> oh, my it's gosh. The, the stuff you scrape, right? Right, but, I mean, from that, you can extrapolate and you can make wax and stuff like that, you know? Have you ever had one of those wax hits? No, I've, I've not. I have, That's new. I have smoked That's weed new. three times in the last six years, and every time I said this was a horrible idea, <laughs> wow. I ran my old Lincoln into the uh, bricks in front of my house, nice. decided to move my car, <laughs> and no, I, I, it's it's not my thing. So, wow. Um, I had an ex who had bought a condo and uh, had a kitten. And we were okay. redoing the condo. And there was uh, weed in the kitten's ass. No. Uh, so one day 
the kitten just walks up to us and like spits out a bag. Like just walks up with like a little bag in his mouth and like spits it out. And it's the cigarette wrapper, like that poor people. You know, the poor dealer, like the shitty dealer. I used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, yeah. you pull off the bottom of your, like, cigarette wrapper, mm-hmm. and you throw, like, the shit weed. And then yeah. you l- take a lighter and you seal it up. Yeah. Yeah, the people cat- used to do that with Coke. You you would go yeah. and you'd be like, oh, let me get a, let me get a gram, and they just pour it in the, the, the bag on the bottom of a cigarette. Yeah. 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 The cat just came out and was like, plop. And it was just like, I found this of, like, this, like, condo. And was just like, here's some brown, like, fucking-looking weed. The cat had found it somewhere in the apartment. Now, what did you do with it? Uh, did you smoke it out of the cat? I was told to throw it away. <laughs> but what did you do? I threw it away. Oh. It, it was it was pretty bad-looking. I uh, have a lower opinion of you now, Dagan. Uh, no, I, I would have done, but everyone was like, don't. Dig and don't. <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone knew what I, everyone was. Yeah, no, it was like everyone was like, "Throw that away," and I was like, "Are you guys serious?" <laughs> All right, next news sure? story. What, sure? do we got? what do we got? All right, news. You ain't come one, but minute time tainted. Concord, California. Oh, okay. Oh, well, up north. Police in Northern California. Yeah. Oh, oh, police in Northern California say a man attempting an armed carjacking bailed when he couldn't drive a stick shift. Oh, fair. Finally, yeah. I thank you, Elliot, for looking at me because <laughs> I can't drive a stick. I can't, shift. <laughs> and I don't. I don't feel like less of a man. Todd, I do every day. Oh, I drive stick shift. Yeah, yeah. I used to like my first car was a stick shift. Like I learned on stick. So, oh, my dad. My dad. Uh, when I was eighteen, I was getting ready to graduate high school. My dad rolled up and bought me a car. And he, he got me, like, it was like a, an old, old, old Tercel, like Toyota Tercel, and it was a stick shift. And so we, we, we dro- he drove it to his place, and then he took me around a, a parking lot a few times, and then goes, all right, you're on your own. Figure it out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and so my dad lived, like, a half hour away from me, and so I didn't want to take the freeway in the new car, so I took the side streets, and, like, I was, like, trying, and, like, every stoplight I'd come up to, I couldn't get into gear, and I was oh, like, <laughs> and everybody was honking at me, and yeah. it was like, Rrr. but it was, like, trial by fire. By about three days, I figured out stick, like, really quick, and then I remember, like, the next day at a car, I drove it to school, like, my senior year, I was all happy, and I was like, we're going to Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, you know, like, <laughs> a half hour away like after school and I was trying like just to get there and none of my friends know how to drive but uh, I, I eventually like my next car was a stick like I had sticks for a long time but now I, I drive so much on the freeway that a stick would just make you nuts so I don't drive one but I actually prefer a stick if, if I'm driving like really? I, I dig it yeah 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 do you, you know how to drive stick I've oh. never driven a stick really that's automatic weird. my whole life Automatic for the people. Thank you, Michael Stein. Yeah. No, a stick's great because you get that like, mm, yeah, mm, and, and you know, it's a whole like tactile. The only bad thing is like um, back when I was like sitting there smoking while driving, hmm. like you couldn't smoke and drive a stick or you couldn't like eat a Big Mac. Right. Because you got like, you have your like your elbow on the wheel and then you, you think, and then you eventually you drop the hamburger and then, like, it's a whole bitch. Like, you can't do that. It's but not a good look. There is a sweet move. Like, you used to have a Honda, like, a, those, like, rice rocket yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, like, souped up or nothing. But guys would always try to race me. Oh, oh, the Fast and Furious one days back yeah. when that was a thing. And so I'd be, like, driving, and i get to the, on a street light, and a guy would be like, rrr, rrr, 
one. I'd be like, no, 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 no. It just doesn't right now. <laughs> you just wave at them. You'd be like, no, no, no. please don't. <laughs> no. I was coming back from no. a. I was coming back from a club once on the 110 freeway, big freeway, you know, connecting like Hollywood to the South Bay, right? And I was going back to my place in the South Bay. And I don't, I don't know, it was like 22 or whatever. And yeah, I had like three glasses of wine. I wasn't drunk, but it wasn't time to fuck with me. Right. Like, and there was like nobody on the freeway. And some, I was alone and some dude just started like fucking with me. Like he wanted to race because he was like in another Honda, like, you know, hatchback, you know, rice rocket looking car. And then he kept like pulling in front of me. And I was just like, like, no, dude, like it's no, I'm I, no, I'm not a racer. Like I'm just trying to get home. Right. And then he went and he hit his brakes and just stopped in front of me on the freeway. What the fuck? Like just whammo. And I was like, like this. And then, then like I let him get around. But like, like, it's like, dude. You're fucking with the guy's been drinking. Yeah. Like, I could, we could have all died. Right. But yeah, those guys. That's a whole weird car culture thing. I, I don't get it. But he was trying to pressure you into racing. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was like, "Yeah, let's race our two shitty oh. cars." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. So I could see. That, but the thing is, you can't tell from the outside if it's a stick. No. You know. You never know. Are, are we talking about cars or uh, transvestites here? Well, you got to check for the Adam's apple. Oh, you do have the opportunity usually Can't check for on the, the car, right? You can see the Adam's apple. No, you I'm not checking. Oh, always, oh, oh, got it, got it, got it. I've always advocated you got to check for the Adam's apple. So what you do is you, when you find the potential transvestite in the alley in Hollywood, hmm. or maybe down on like Ninth Street in Pedro. Sure, uh, I live what, off Tenth, so thank you. Okay, well, but but the Ninth Street's maybe where you get a lady friend. Yes. What I do is usually I I go prom picture. And so I go behind them and I, I rest my hands on like their belly mm. and I act like I'm going up for a subtle boob touch and then I just go up just a touch <laughs> just to see if there's any Adam's apple. Right. If there is, all right, fine. But, you know, at least you know what you're dealing with. Right. You, you know, not to all be... All the cards are on the table now. Yeah, exactly. Then, then you know what to do because, you know, knowing is... Half the battle. And then you know what kind of moves you can pull with this lady man. Concord Police Lieutenant uh, Tim Runyon told the Contra Costa Times Mm. that the owner got into his car early Sunday to find the carjacker in the passenger seat, apparently in the middle of a burglary. Runyon says the carjacker ordered the victim at gunpoint to drive him to another location where he forced (laughs) the owner out of the car. Runyon says the carjacker tried to drive off but gave up when he couldn't operate the manual transition. Is that when you go? You, you then you you just stop the car and the guy you just pulled out. You go. That's cool. Go ahead. Sorry, I can't do it. Stick. You know, I uh, the the other day in L.A. There's a whole story. Like there's been all these terrible stories about like police brutality in the news. Like mm-hmm. every day, and one of them was there was a guy that was like in a, it was a car chase. He got out, ran. Stole a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't heard about this. <laughs> and eventually, the horse bucked him off, and then the police gave him a what have you, and like the ten police guys bucked him the fuck up after that. Yeah. They beat the shit out of that guy, dude. Right? Yeah. Who the that. fuck steals a horse? Right. It was a bold move. It was a bold move. Was this eighteen eighty? Yeah. I gotta give props. If he did, he get any distance on the horse? I mean, I think he did a little bit, and then the horse like <laughs> tossed him. Now here's the deal: if I'm a cop. And the guy goes so far <laughs> as to get a horse. I'm like, well played. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, dude, you won. Like, that's a guy that you go, game, recognize game. Right. And you, you let him go. But no, those shitheads beat the shit out of him. That yeah. was wrong. Yeah, yeah, no. Those cops were on the wrong. They, they should have respected his game.
Far Out News. Why can't you share your bit? Here's a revisit. Um, we've talked about the uh, zombie attack on a car at uh, Comic Con, I think it was. Did we? With oh, yeah. the deaf people. Yeah. It was a, an older news story. We yeah. did. Yeah. Here's the update A deaf man who drove through a crowd of zombies. I'm doing air quotes. Uh, there's not real zombies, if anyone was wondering. Oh. Yeah. Uh, at last year's Comic Con, injuring a 64 year old woman has been charged with felony reckless driving, resulting in bodily injury. Good for him. F that guy. Uh, Matthew Pochichi Jr., 48, has been charged in a July 26th incident during which he struck and injured a 64-year-old woman with his car while trying to flee a crowd of zombies. Now, was the 64-year-old woman, like, doing the zombie thing? Uh, let's like, find that's out. weird. Let's, let's find out. During a zombie walk event, in turn, he is suing the city of San Diego for not adequately uh, supervising the zombie walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean up your speech. I'm working on it. <laughs> this is like... He's working on it. But that being said, if she was an old person, I've seen some old people asleep that look like fucking Walking Dead. Like, like they yeah. look like they're they're zombified right there. Yeah. So I could see that. I could see him seeing, especially this old lady, and be like, "Wait, that one's real!" Bam! And just like took her out. Well, if you remember, it was uh, a deaf guy was driving the. Car. It was a deaf. I think it was a deaf family. I think it was, was a, it a lot cab? of. No, was cab the driver, driver. Deaf cab. It was a fam. Mm. A deaf was the, cab. Was a kid cute? Yeah, cutie. Yeah. No. No. I'm trying to go. I tried to go. There. <laughs> it, yeah. it wasn't a deaf poetry jam either. Oh damn. Uh, the driver was deaf, and it was like a couple of deaf family members. I think it was. Ooh. And they there was a zombie walk. It was like little kids, and the little kids freaked out because there was a bunch of zombies walking at it, the well, car. Well, none of them knew what the hell was going on because they were all, you know, they were. Just deaf, and like all and of a sudden, like does that mean you can't, does deaf equal dumb? Well, what? I didn't know what was going on because you know deaf. Well, I mean, dumb in the literal sense they can't speak, or like what? Wow, you're taking another yeah. level. <laughs> I, I think I think dumb is not appropriate anymore. Wow. Yeah, I don't think anyone uses that's, that. That's sorry, un-PC. sorry, it's like mongoloid or something. Sorry, deaf people who listen to this podcast. Sorry, you Oriental mongoloid. <laughs> That's offensive uh, way out of tone. But uh, yeah, uh, the they were like freaked out because there was like a zombie walk and they surrounded the car and blocked it and started hitting the windows and the guy freaked out and just like I mean, gassed it. If you're a little kid, you're going to freak the fuck out because you don't know. You, you just think it's zombies. And then right. think about it this way. If you are if you are a hearing person, you tell the kids, hey, they're just playing. It's fine. We're not being attacked. Now, communicating from the front seat driving to the kids and doing the sign language... Right, that's 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 a tough communication move, yeah, right? I can barely give people a finger on the road. Right, and now, you know, it's funny. A, a friend of mine is a, a Jewish American, and he was saying that sign language is like the most racist um, language because, like, for Jew, they just they go to the nose and they make this elongated <laughs> nose really? thing. Really, like, so to say Jewish, you. Take your nose and then you pull it out like Pinocchio. Wow! Let's go. Oh yeah, the person's Jewish, and you're like, oh wow, that's that's like really racist. Like yeah. we should come down on 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 sign language to maybe make 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 a star, you know, or like. Well, I know. think it'd be more racist if they the sign language was like they grabbed at your like wallet, wallet. <laughs> and, like pretended to take money. <laughs> 
Yeah, and so for Jewish, it's like an elongated nose, like they're pulling the nose for mm-hmm. to make it long. For a black guy, do they pull the dick? <laughs> <laughs> Are they like, no, he's African American? Wait, and, hey. so for Asian, like, is the Asian racist version of sign language? Do they just pull the, like, pull the, the eyes? eyes? Oh well, yeah, it, I think it, I they think do. It yeah. Oh really? <laughs> That's no joke. That's no joke, son. Uh, that ain't, that ain't sad. Right. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, that lady wasn't involved. Uh, they were just trying to escape the zombie mod. Yeah, it was like the the kids were in the back. I don't know. I feel bad about this whole story. I feel bad about, like, it's making a, it's light a of terrible a, story. Of a poor deaf guy. I like turtles. If you're looking to attract a mate and your name happens to be Scarlet or... Alessandro, mm. you're already in good shape. A new survey cave carried out by babywizardname.com finds that those are the sexiest names for females and males. Well, not Scarlet, males. that's a, that, like, if, if someone was like, look, I got this girl for you. I want you to go out on a date with her. And you're like, her name is Scarlet. You'd be like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. let me give, let me give the rundown. I'm thinking just Scarlet Joe. Scar yeah. Joe. Oh, right, let me give you, I got, oh, I got a bunch geez. of names. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I got a bunch of names. You guys tell me if they. Uh... So these are the sexiest names. Now, now here, here I, I will say this. I've found that any time a girl's name is about natural phenomenon, <laughs> she's usually hot. Like if o- her name's Aurora, yeah, Aurora, <laughs> yeah, and like Amber, Crystal, Cri- yeah, Crystal, um, Brooke. Usually, girls named Brooke are hot, like babbling Brooke. At strip clubs, you're just naming strip club names. Yeah, uh, Misty. I used to date a girl named Misty, mm-hmm. who was uh, Misty Churchill. Oof. <laughs> Smoking on ice skater. Yeah. What about Nicolette? Does that yeah. do anything for you guys? Yeah. If they said uh, Todd uh, Nicolette wants to see you, sexy Russian is what I'm figuring. Yeah. Natalia. I just think of like Adam Carolla's daughter. That makes it kind of weird. But Natalia, that that's it's pretty hot. Pretty hot. That's a hot Italian chick. Mm-hmm. Paulina. Butterskova. Yeah. You know, yeah, Paulina, I'm gonna go with that. I think that's a hot chick name. But it but it could go real wrong and weird. Sounds creepy too old East, for me. Yeah. Too old school Eastern European. Right. Like big thick ankles, you know? Us oh, here's a weird one. Uh, oh man, a bunch of these are weird. Alessandra, Alessandra Ambrosio, Victoria's Secret model, one of the hottest girls on the planet. Oh, yeah. There you go. yeah. Oh, I've, uh, I've uh, lost some body weight to that one. Is it Chanel? What? Chanel? 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 Well, I don't think it's Chanel. Chanel. It's not Chanel? spelled like Chanel, but Chanel also a hood name. Yeah. 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 It's it's not a. It's not well known in the regions outside of Compton. Yes. Yeah. Chanel. Chanel Jackson. Alexis. Yeah. A L E X U S. Here's here's a top ten that you would never hear of. Soraya. What? Soraya. I don't know. I never met a Soraya. Soraya. How do you spell that? S O R A Y A. All right. It's not bad. I mean, if they said, hey, Soraya wants to meet you. It's on the end. It's on the end. Okay. What else we got? Adriana. Yeah. That's hot. Besides, Adriana Huffington is not hot. Like, I feel like she'd be a really tedious human being to hang out with. Hmm. All right. Uh, These are all very foreign. It's not like Jenny. No, there's you no know, American names. Brittany. Right. 
Oh, the, oh Brittany at the local bar. Holy fuck ass. Anyway. Juliana with the G. I think that's the last one. That's okay. the end. I, you know, I. That's like, a, that's the end. Uh, that's a, that's your fifty fifty. That's why it's on the end. It's your like, tag ju- post. like Juliana Rancid or whatever. That's on like uh, my wife watches shows with her, and she's like, but with a G. Ill skinny. Yeah, I don't know. I but don't with know. a G, it has to be with All a right. G. Do they have dudes' names here. Oh yeah, we do. Uh, is, are you Buck? guys looking to is Buck on there? <laughs> Buck, Elliot, Todd. I'm I'm seriously trying campaigning right now. Numero uno. Lorenzo to try and get uh, one of my customers to name a kid after me. Oh yeah, Lorenzo. I'll name my kid Buck. Lorenzo, all right. Lorenzo Lamas, all right. Rhett. R h e t t. Yeah, I mean Red Butler. Mm-hmm. Who's what's that band? Rhett Miller or whatever. Old ninety sevens. The me, ladies man. like him. Okay. Rhett. Uh, Romeo. Romeo. Oh, They're still going obvious. with that one. I mean, it's too <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Too my old my old turtle was named Romeo. Mateo. Really, Dimitri? M- Matteo is Dimitri. Sexy? I just think like creepy Greek guy. Yeah, the, or the guy that drove an MG that used to hang out at the bar by me. Okay, anyway. When, when I hear Matteo, I think of Matteo Bologna from fifth grade. That kid was fat. <laughs> oh yeah, his mom was. His uh, last name was Bologna. His mom was uh, Frida, the uh, the lunch guard lady. That's why no one liked Matteo. Big boobs, fat. She was fat. Dane. Huh? Dane. Oh, jeez. Dane mm. Cook? It's That's a douchey Dude. name. Yeah, it is a douchey name. Uh, well, sexy to women, the douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Marcelo? Dante? All, all of these Remy. are like Italian <laughs> yeah. names. Yeah, exactly. Remy? I just think of like uh, train spotting. Remy. Well, the survey found that Latin and French names scored uh, particularly well. Mm. And na- male names ending in O and female names ending in A. We we all end in consonants. Yeah, no one's. Uh, oh, oh, Buck, here's did the you worst. Just fart? No, yep, it's, it's my toes cracking. <laughs> Are you sure? Because you Hold can't on. fart in this studio. I can I can toe crack on uh, on command, but I cannot fart on command. So hold on. Oh, oh it is your toes, Jesus oh. Christ! I thought you farted so no. hard it ruffled the floor. Because no. I was like, dude, dude, this place is too small to fart in. <laughs> It's a hot box too. I'm, just, I'm fucking sweating. I, I, I'm telling you, get rid of the cop light, and it'll feel like <laughs> less of an interrogation in here. Jesus Christ! I, right. t- I told you from the beginning. I told I turned the light off because it's gonna get hot in here. All, All right. right, finish it up, Alex. All right, here's the worst. <gasps> and have you dated or known these female names? Gertrude. Mm, no. Any? No. Gertrude. Yeah. No. Ever met one? Uh, no. Bertha. <laughs> Again, no. Yeah. Agnes. Mm. Ethel, Ethel Mertz. Yeah, no, not feeling Ethel. None of those. Mildred. Mildred, Mildred? could be like a little, yeah. little hot. Like, yeah, yeah, you ever met a Mildred? I feel she's like tight down below, you know. And uh, for the boys, Bob. Okay. Bob's the big loser. Okay. Sorry, Bob's. Sorry, Roberts. Who call yourselves Bob? What stick Bob? with Robert. Yeah. Just stick with Robert. Ernest. Obviously, the importance of being. Well, the better plays ever written by uh, Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Or uh, the fucking worst uh, line of films that have ever been made. Well, say hi, Vern. Yeah. Say hmm. some. Okay. <laughs> Norman. Hmm. Okay. Like Norman Circle. Bates. But, uh, Bates Motel. Good guilty pleasure show that I like to hmm. watch. But You still watching that? Mother. I love the relationship between Norman and, uh, and Mother. It's good. It reminds me of me and my mom. Speaking of which, Dick... It's pretty scary, but Dick okay. Whitman. Okay, uh, stick with Richard, guys. Yeah, stick with Rich. 
Yeah. Richard. Everybody likes a rich. Like, and every rich I've ever known, I've been like, ah, oh, he's a good guy. Right. Don't call yourself a dick. And Howard. End all. Howard. Sorry, Howard. I've Howards. never met a guy named Howard I wanted to do. I've I'm never just, met a man you know, named Howard, so. The same. All right. I'd like to thank everybody listening to the Far Out Podcast. First successful recording session here in the studio. Uh, I'd like to thank Buck for coming on down. Oh, thank you. Like I, you found thank, this, I found the place. I know. I'd like to thank announcer Elliot. Thank you. This is Todd Perry saying, Akbaka, Baka Chaka. You're not the only choose your train that was left out in the rain the day after Santa came. You're not the only charity light that was left in the night and gave up without a fight. You're not the only cuddly toy that was ever enjoyed by any boy. You're not the kind of girl to tell your mother the kind of company it keeps. I never told you that to love no other You must have dreamed it's in your sleep You're not the only cuddly toy that was ever enjoyed